Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everything's great. This is Ashlyn. And Travis. And welcome back to the True Podcast. We're optimistic. <laughs> We're happy. Yeah. Just two happy birds. Two happy birds. Happy. And I hope that you got a chance to listen to last week's podcast. Wow. On our rhythms and routines that we individually mm-hmm. and as a family mm-hmm. um, prioritize to make life run smoother. So mm. got some good feedback on that. Did you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember. It feels like forever ago. But tonight I thought we would just talk about, you know, what, a plethora life? of things. Life is just kind of crazy right now. Weird. A lot going on. August 16th. In the world, all the heaviness of the Afghanistan stuff today, there's well, just division, there's masks, there's no mass vaccines, COVID. It's just like you cannot escape, if you live in this world, you cannot escape the divisive. How big of a deal is Afghanistan? Huge deal. Based on what? I think that they said there's over 3 million people that are like trying to escape right now. Three Over 3 million people. And apparently that, you know, we've been at war against the Taliban's, right? For the last over 20 years, people have died and and all of a sudden our troops get pulled out and it's just, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, but it's (laughs) tragic and it's disgusting and I mean, it's gnarly over there. And apparently China's partnering with them. It's just, it's a big deal. Huge news in the With last the Afghans? Oh, yeah. With the, yeah. I've been trying to distance myself. Let's see, the thing is, it's always something. Right. I mean, the world is awful at it this is. point. So what is like the best, like what is the, what is the best for us as humans to be informed And to kind of stay up to date with current events, or is it better to just kind of put your head in the sand and just get through your day and focus on your immediate? The latter sounds ridiculous. It doesn't sound. You have to be like you have to be knowledgeable about what's going on in the world. How to be praying for people? How to be like you have to be in touch with realities. What you're what you're putting in your body, things that you're digesting. Mm-hmm. And so putting your head in the sand doesn't sound, doesn't sound very Christ-like, but at the same time, you know, at what point, so here's the challenge I always have, because there's a lot of, so we, what's your position on abortion? Which is, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll show, but you generally are, you are um, pro-life. pro-life. Yes. And there are a lot of companies that, support things that are not pro-life, let's say that. Mm-hmm. But we go and buy their products. We live in a very capitalistic country. And so I guess my question is, to, at what point do you go and research every single thing that a company is doing, where they're donating their money, where you shop, what kind of foods you eat? You know, think about the p- foods. Like, people are really into foods. You know, where is it source? Are these free-range chickens? Are they caged chickens? Mm-hmm. Where is the cruelty? I mean, eating meat, tons of documentaries about that. Where is the... Fair trade, like clothing and... Fair trade clothing. Stored, yeah. Now it's, you know, vaccines, what's inside them. Then there's, then there's stuff, what happened last week, 
which is horrific down on the border, where people get sucked up into, you know, conspiracy conspiracy theories, theories and QAnon and that kind of thing. And, of course, there's spin on that and how people... So it's like, where does it end? Like, are we just lifelong researchers for the rest of our life where we just have to research and then we die? And we're like, wow, I spent my entire life researching what I should and should not be doing instead of living my life to the fullest, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and that's why I struggle with it. I feel like, you know, I'm in my mid to late 30s now, and I've never really been a current events type person. And, you know, I've been fine. But as of lately, I just feel like you can't escape that stuff, and it's starting to impact everybody's day-to-day. And so it's forcing you to look at the bigger picture and be more involved and take... I don't know, a stance on things. It's and I almost don't like it. I just, I want to go back to just living my little life. And our pastor was talking about how like, you know, there's been mass exodus out of California. We did a whole podcast on that. But how we as Christians are kind of, not everybody, but a lot of people are kind of like, the world has become too much. It's too much. I need to get away I just, I can't. And how that's the opposite of as we as Christians are supposed to be running as light, like running towards the darkness. Because if everybody leaves, like, you know, that's why we're here. And so I've been really struggling with that concept and the idea of like, it is easier to just like focus on our little life here in San Diego. We got a pocket of money. We got this, this and that. Everything is semi-okay. But it's like, yeah, that it, that isn't, I feel like, God's heart. You do have to have the big picture. And There's nothing wrong with escaping. A lot of people are escaping that just because, you know, I don't think they're just not wanting to do battle and fight certain things off. But they also want to experience heaven on earth. They want to experience, experience a school that actually, you know, says a Pledge of Allegiance that speaks highly of, you know, we have dark corners of our country and our history. And, you know, I don't know. They just want... All the facts to be Yeah, presented. and he was saying it's not bad that you're leaving. But I think a lot of people, I mean, at least I kind of, that's why I would leave as like a means to escape because it just feels too much. Well, I think it's kind of interesting as a kid, like <laughs> our kids, they're totally out of touch with anything going on. They really are. I mean, yeah. outside of COVID, they know what that is. They know being out homeschool and stuff, but they're not, everything's, you know, they worry yeah. about what they're going to eat and... We don't talk to them about the vaccine or they do know like our position on masks or at least mine is like, you know, they don't look, they never like to wear them. They don't want to wear them. Yeah. But I think that's the way it should be. I mean, they're still young. I think that you introduce information as it's. Well, as you get older, you get more apprised of how things are run. Mm -hmm. You get more disgruntled. You're like, wait a minute. Like you just become more knowledgeable of like. Man, this has run pretty awful. Like, like I don't understand. Like, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And that's when you. That's when it gets really frustrating. Is when certain things don't make sense, or you see injustice. And sometimes you just, when you see injustice, you can't look away. It's like once it's been exposed to you, there is a call to action. Yeah, you know. Well, just like all the Afghanistan stuff, it's like you feel so helpless. Like here we are living in this f- hashtag free country. And, you know, like these people, these Afghanis are, I mean, I can't even fathom. They're storming these planes to just try to get on and get out of there. They're f- wanting to flee their country. And I also read that there's... I was discussing, by the way, there's a flight 
You can YouTube it. But there's people, people holding onto the wheels and the wings. Did and you then see them falling, falling off? Yes. I mean, it must have been you're that maddened that you have to get out of there to just do something like and that. And this has been 20 years. They, they, they're, they know exactly what's coming. Yeah, and I also read that this somebody fear. Like, they're like no, this is this Christians is, that are there, which there's very few Christians, but they're there. Are they're making claims and and they're tweeting to people like we probably have two weeks before we that's all we have and before we go meet our savior. Like we are being hunted down right now, like literally hunted. They're ripping young girls away from their moms to be marrying the evil militia there. It's just it's so it's so out of this world that you just can't fathom. Really? Anyway, so I've been so heavy hearted today. And it's funny because at the beginning of the summer, I just felt like I've been so apathetic to life. My faith with God just felt so stagnant. And I think it's because I've just been looking away. Like it's all too much. And when you look away, you don't feel like you have purpose. But when you start to stare some of these injustices in their face and and rise to the occasion of where God has you and in your neighborhood and your city and your schools or whatever, um, there is a call to action and, and your faith gets rocked a little bit more. It's uncomfortable, but like, that's where I want to be. You know, I don't want to just be playing it safe on the sidelines. So I've been trying to process all that stuff lately, which is interesting. Um, I just feel like I've gone away from YouTube. I've gotten off social media. Like it's all too much. But I've become apathetic to the world, you know, and the world needs our light. They need our love. Like we're so lacking in love and compassion for people just because they're different, you know, different beliefs or the division. And that's totally the enemy's tool is he's making us apathetic. It makes us want to retreat. And that's the opposite of what God has for us, you know. Hmm. So that's what's been going on in my little brain lately. I'm trying to make better decisions for, I, I woke up a couple weeks ago, I slept in and granted I've been like working until like one thirty in the morning, two in the morning, but I slept into like eight forty five, which was, that's disgusting, you know, <laughs> like on a work day and I was just up late, like doing work and cranking, but like, that's a bad, you know, there's not, I mean, look, I just, I, there's just, I, I, am, I do feel better in the mornings when I'm up early. Life feels simpler. It feels quieter. I do like it. I just hate, I enjoy sleeping. Yeah. Well, you've always just had opposite. You've been a night person, not a morning person. It's yeah. not wrong. It's just but yeah, but even like watching your videos, like day in the life, <laughs> you <laughs> like have coffee, have quiet time, all the sweet things, making breakfast and then here comes draft. You know, it's like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I just feel like a tool. So I'm like over that. Did That's, you watch one of my old videos and that <laughs> inspired you? I was like, oh, <laughs> like, look, it's, it's okay to make changes in life. I mean, yeah. constantly like I'll try something. I'm like, yeah, I don't like the way I feel after I do that. I don't like the way I feel when I drink. I don't like the way I feel driving back home, you know, <laughs> or it, you just say the thing. I'm driving back home? <laughs> well, um, no, like, no, like. <laughs> Just whatever, like okay. whatever, you know, there's that, f- I always remember driving home after like having a good time Oh, okay. and feeling that just kind of guilt and remorse and foggy brain, that kind of thing. Hmm. So I'm just constantly looking and I've been looking at the, the chair I've been sitting on when, as I work. I'm like, this thing's too comfortable. 
And I'm like, I ripped it out. Productivity away. It's sucking my productivity away. I'm like, this chair is too comfortable. And there's this balance. I have a bad back and a bunch of other crap going on, but of being comfortable, but not being too comfortable. Like when you're leaning in and you're ready to go and you have a good posture, there's a battle. Like, you know, it's like you're, it's hard work. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be in a position where I'm like ready to work, you know, and, and sitting, which I, I enjoy doing. I don't like the stand up desk thing. You thought you wanted to, but no, you tried it. It is exhausting. <laughs> I know. I can't imagine all day standing. Oh. I feel like Gabby, our sister. I feel like that. I get out of breath just standing up. Just being up is just, yeah. It's the anxiety's up. Everything just feels intense when you're standing up. Yeah. Interesting. I don't like it. And like moving your mouse and like, I don't know. There's some people that have, um, what is it? Like treadmills has their what? work. Oh, that's dumb. Well, I mean, ugh. can you imagine that's just going to your boss much. and just having I can't like multitask like that? I know. I know. That's the, what's the mind. thing about the media and your phone and you getting on social media and stuff. I mean, multitasking, it's like, that's all we do. And we think we're multitasking, doing a lot of things. And all we're doing is just flipping between apps, checking back, flipping, looking, checking your texts, checking your emails, checking the gram, checking news, seeing what's trending in YouTube. That's why. <laughs> Guilty. <don't> do that. <laughs> um, it's disgusting. And then you go, what did I do today? This is terrible. So anyways, I got rid of the couch or the chair I was sitting on. That's terrible. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make some better moves, man. Yeah. And I know this sounds like cheesy Gary V crap, but like you got to be looking at your life and going like, okay, what's adding value? What's subtracting? And I think to your point earlier, feeding your mind with positivity and things of this world, but not being, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's also, um, our pastor also mentioned like, it is good to be informed, but sometimes having a softer heart and having compassion towards others is more important than having to be informed on everything. And when you're just filling your mind with the media that wants to be so divisive and it makes you angry at those people, whoever they are for you, over being loving and kind and compassionate, like then that probably is doing you a disservice. So for whatever it is, think, is this making me more like God who's kind, loving for everybody, or is it making me just bitter and angry? So there comes a point, I think, where it is okay to turn it off and not be aware. Hmm. So a one week of getting up early, you feel better? Getting a little easier? Yeah. So I watched the video and the guy was like, look, just keep your current routine at night. Like when you feel tired, go to bed. But obviously set your alarm. For for me, it's like 555. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny time. Five fifty five. Four four four. Four four Joey will get that reference. What well, shout out to Joey? Um, <laughs> dumb and dumber. Yeah, five fifty five. And he said, put a glass of water next to your alarm. First of all, put your phone like ten feet away, which is annoying. So it goes off. I have to like get out of bed, have a cup of water there, chug that. He said, you know, and then you'll hopefully wake up. He okay. said, there's, but there's got to be a why. Like, that's what he was emphasizing. Like, why are you doing this? You know, that's how everything is. Like, people, to get any kind of motivation, they yeah. have to have 
a deep motivation to do it. Otherwise, it just will fall into the same trap. Yeah. Like, why are you any doing habit breaking situation? Whether it's weight, working out, yeah, waking up early, quitting substance abuse. Yeah, that is good. So it's it's been good. And, and you went to bed early last night, so that probably helps when you're getting enough sleep. You can get up earlier. Well, the thing is you become tired earlier and you're like, oh, you're longing to go to sleep. and Like I am now at 9.05. <laughs> longing. Yeah. Did you take a nap today? Like kind of not really. I heard everybody walking around. Um, you had a great day today. You not were not really. talking about that. I got my hair done, but I mean, it's I'm sitting there. I get to talk to my friend, teen, who I love, but it's not like fun. My day was a little weird. The chairman of the Magic Castle, which is a private magician's club, <laughs> which I do want to join because I do I do love learning new things. And I hopefully would give an opportunity to like perform. There's a part of me that likes to perform. A thespian. I am very much a thespian. It runs in his family's blood. A lot of performers over there. <laughs> We do. <laughs> a lot of performers. We're through a thespian family. You would never know that looking at you, but it's yeah, in there. It comes out in the form of magic. It is. It's Which like, if you've known Travis at all or followed him on Instagram, you know this about him and you might possibly enjoy it. Yeah. So I had an opportunity to do magic at Catalina Island, which was last weekend. I took my girls there for a father-daughter trip. And, um, the guy was like, like, I thought he would have forgotten because here's the situation. I forgot to sign up to take my girls on the trip. Classic. Classic. And of course I emailed like, like the guy who was like ahead of the whole thing. I'm like, Hey, I totally blew it. I'm trying to log on now. It seems like it's full. Is there any way you can get me in? I'll do magic if I have to. <laughs> did and he know you did magic? I did magic there two years ago. And he was there. Off the cuff, yeah. Oh, and it, okay. It was off the cuff and it worked out. Yeah. And um, he's like, great. Um, he, so he signs us up. I'm like, this is like three months ago. I'm like, there's no way he remembered me. So I get off the boat to Catalina. I have all the bags because I have a sleeping bag, three of them, tent. <laughs> I'm fully packed up. I see him. Hey. He goes, hey. He has a very serious demeanor. He puts oh. his arm on my shoulder. We do a magic this weekend? It's like, <laughs> of course. Well, and you packed it all. You're like, I don't know if I'm going to use it, but well, I see, just, I got to bring it. As a magician, I, you always want to be, you, when people know you do magic, you always want to have something up your sleeve. Oh. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, gosh. I always am prepared. Oh, like, you, you are. Can't. Oh, deck of cards. Oh, it's just. Everywhere I go. Balls, I always pinkies. have. I never want to be somebody who goes, hey, I heard you're a magician, you can do a trick, and I cannot do anything. You always have to do something. Why? Because you like to write, you like to perform. It's my calling card. <laughs> it is. Of course. I love oh, to perform. So I don't get it. I like okay. creating a memory. I mean, like, oh, that was the guy, the magician guy, you know, which, again, it's not the greatest compliment, but <laughs> it's something. I don't have a you lot to work You feel honored. With. I'm like, yeah, okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> So the girls are just sitting off to the side watching. Are they smiling? During the performance? Yeah. I couldn't tell because it was dark and like the lights were on me. No pun. You know, so <laughs> I couldn't tell. But like in before, Florence, our youngest, she's five. 
she, I was like practicing inside the hot tent. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, look, I'm putting my best effort out there. And, um, she had this look and she was like playing with something with her hand. She kind of looks up. She goes, dad, are you famous? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was laughing. I was like, that's amazing. I was like famous because I'm your dad. Very sweet. And she says, okay. <laughs> oh, and then, so like I did the show and it went, went, went pretty well, actually. <laughs> Not to brag or you anything. Earned, you earned your trip there. I did. I killed it. And then um, the next morning I was taking a picture with my girls. They, So this girl who's like 11 has this very serious look and she kind of walks by us after the picture. She goes, wait, um, are you like, are they your daughters or are they just fans? Fans. <laughs> fans. I was like, oh, and we all, like a couple of dads and do. They're like, just start laughing. I'm like, no, they're my girls. I was like, do, we, do you want a picture? She goes, mm-hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of weirded out that some yeah. fans were taking pictures. You know, she secretly wanted one. Yeah. And I, I haven't done magic in like four months. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. So kind of spurred my interest. And it turns out the chairman of Magic Castle asked me to perform. Or audition again because the first time I didn't get in, which is still a, another low point. A dagger. Yeah, like to join the Magic Castle first, you you have to be a magician, and then you have to pay money to become a member and be involved. And it's you have like, to try out, and it's not just apparently not try out audition. Yeah, audition. and they don't let anybody. It's like very. What's the difference? I don't know. I just audition sounds more fun. Because you're a thespian. I'm a thespian. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, "Well, dude, you're on for tonight, six o'clock via Zoom." You know, here's a link. We're waiting for you. And it's a whole board of magicians who are judging and critiquing you. So I'm like, geez. So it took me an hour to set up the table, the lighting. Test I'd the, say like four hours. Test the AirPods, buy an egg, buy all the, you know, get some things, get some, like figure out my routine, figure out my pattern. We had to leave. We had to leave the whole you house. You had to leave. And uh, I got a text. They're like, yeah, we're going to reschedule next month. I was like, Why? <laughs> no reasoning? Maybe the Delta variant. I don't know. It's just Ugh. good riddance with them. That's what I say. But but it's my calling card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you, good thing you got your routines. It's fun, and I do. So I like becoming better, babe. I'm gonna get the stock is going up. I don't know if I wasn't successful. There's zero chance. You would let me do magic. I, I mean, could you imagine I the still darkness? I really like you doing magic. Could you imagine if we were like you were doing kid birthday parties like on the weekend, struggling through? Th- yeah, yeah, that'd be tough. And like, I'm trying to book gigs. Oh, just stop! I can see you doing that, which is sad. I'm passing on my card. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you doing that, oh. which is. Because you, yeah. yeah. Or what, something happened today. You had your full unit, get up on. It was this whole like cowboy outfit. Yeah. And you, I was kind of like cleaning the kitchen, but like watching on the corner of my eye. You're <laughs> like, oh gosh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should do the fire thing. Like, I, and I just was cracking up because it's just, it's so like Michael Scott. Oh. It's, this is what people need to see. From the sidelines, and you did a whole hilarious Document. documentary on your Instagram about it. But mm-hmm. and that's truly what it is. It's weird. It is. It's so dark. I think about 
Yeah. I, I have a bunch of routines that I want to do and learn. And I'm like, uh, now it's really, it's a disease. I have a disease in the mind where it's. Obsessive, it's called OCD. Yeah. And ADD. It's like a combination for you. Anyways, well, <laughs> ringing us back in. Fun chatting. I'm going all deep and, you know, spiritual and you're talking about your magic and I love it. And that's. Travis and Ashton for you. Well, like deep and spiritual was last year, you know, like last year. And magician was last year. (laughs) It was too much. It was just like, all right, I thought this year was going to be like, look, turn your corner. Well, apparently not. Apparently. So that's a bummer. I'm just, the world's bringing me down. I'm trying to get away. But, well, love you. I love your love of learning and I love that you will never do anything half ass you are 100% and that's epic and I love that about you so keep on keeping on well thanks and I appreciate my friends because I'm I'm not the best friend I'm out in the clouds to my thing but I am when I'm with you a little aloof yeah when I'm with you I will 100% present in that moment giving you 100% yeah I will give you an experience. If we're together, I'll give you an experience. All right. Other than that, it'll be hard to reach me. Yes. Um, love you, fans. Fans? <laughs> Are you just fans? Fans, yeah. I'm fans of the podcast. So, Until much. next time. Peace.